Today's episode of Lions of Liberty is sponsored by Ammo.com. And if you've ever wanted to save money purchasing ammunition while helping a libertarian cause, well, this is your lucky day because, you see, Ammo.com is run by fans of this program, fellow liberty lovers like yourself, and they want to give back to Lions of Liberty fans by offering $20 off any order over $200. Not only that, but they will redirect 1% of every sale to a pro-freedom organization such as the Electronic Frontier Foundation, the Institute of Justice, and many more. Not only can you save money, but you can rest well knowing you are supporting a great liberty cause. So head on over to ammo.com slash lionsofliberty or just click the link conveniently located over at today's show notes at lionsofliberty.com slash 370. And while I'm at it, I may as well warn you all, today's episode is of an adult nature. There are some explicit lyrics, as you might say. So hide the kids, hide your wife. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here's your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Clare. All right, welcome to Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor, everybody. This is uh, the show in which we get together, we talk about politics, we talk about whatever suits our fancy while getting hammered. I am going to take the mantle of control because Mark is being petulant during this introduction. So, welcome to the show, and uh, we'll, we'll bring in some people, as you might know. I don't know, we've got a special guest, I'll introduce in a minute, that's holding up some sort of bizarre Leonard Skinner fucking playing card on the video which uh if you're paying ten dollars and above you can see only took 30 seconds for the guest host to drop an f-bomb yeah yeah so in the meantime you just heard uh the typical host of the show's voice of course my man in liberty uh who lives just just a few miles away one mr mark claire hello mark Why, hello brian and thank you for taking over hosting duties uh i'm not being <laughs> sarcastic because i didn't really feel like doing it so it's all yours the show oh, is yours <laughs> done excellent it'll be a short one all right so uh, as always we are you might want to mention the what show the do? host the, the host that you show the show that you host i haven't even had a drop of alcohol yet by the way not oh, we'll get around to that all right, we'll get around to that. But what are you drinking right now, Mark, who hosts our typical Lions of Liberty show on Mondays? All right, friends. Well, I have a uh, a plethora of drinks. I'm drinking Modelo's, which I'm about to put a lime in. People watching the video, which you'll be able to watch if you're in the Lions of Liberty Pride, if you support us on Patreon, which you can do over at patreon.com slash Liberty. Of course, the video is for $10 and above members, but uh, everybody at 5 and above will get this audio maybe a little early. We'll see. But I got a Modelo here. I'm drinking Modelo's. Got a whole bunch of them in a pot. Yes, I put ice in a pot. That's my setup. <laughs> yep. I also got some LaCroix in case I need some regular uh, drinks. I also have Hydration. some 1800 silver tequila for some occasional shots. And, uh, that looks like an empty bottle to me. It's not. There's liquid in it. All right. And all I right. have well, a Gatorade like... for when I'm hungover during the show. <laughs> nice. Well prepared. They talk, they talk about Hey, hey, hey. I, I don't mean to jump yes, in. Yes, you do. Too late. You d- but, Mark, I finally had some LaCroix at the airport. Delicious. It's fucking good. Of course it's, it's I, good. I, I, I hear millennials are pissed off at them, though, about some shit, about it being, like, all natural, but there's some, like, whatever ingredients, but, you know. Some old bullshit. Good. Whatever pisses millennials off. I think, it, that. I think it makes it, it was It was delicious to me. I had the the lemon one, I think. It's some fucking airport thing. That's damn good. All right. Well, that, of course, is Howie Snowden's voice. Hello, Howie, the godfather of liberty, some call him. Yes. Just, us, just really. back just yep. back from Ireland, still drinking Guinness. It does still not taste as, does not taste as good here at all. something's it, different. It, oh. 
I'm married now. Yeah, how about that, guys? I thought you were already married. Previously, I was government married, but we didn't really consider that real or anything. But now we're like real church married and, you know. Maybe we'll dive into this uh, subject a little bit later after we bring on our special guest. Brian, do you want to continue your hosting duties? Do you want to bring on your special Uh, guest? Sure. Well, so we know how he's here drinking Guinness. So our special guest is one of our our longtime Pride supporters and a guy who we got to hang out with, the, the quote unquote privilege of hanging out with during pork fest for a couple of days in the, in the moist back Hills of, uh, of uh, New Hampshire. One Tyler Colford. What's up, Tyler. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Typical. So Tyler is a, a rapper and also a uh, hopeful state Senator. Tell me a little bit about that and tell me what you're drinking. Uh, yeah, well, not about the rap stuff. I don't care about that. No, no. <laughs> right. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> no, nah, Nick might care about that. True. But, uh, I, I'm drinking Espanol, some sort of tequila. Yeah. From Mexico. It's not that silver shit because that tastes like bunk. But, you know, yeah, sorry. I got to do a shot. So, of, I might do a shot of mine right now. Oh, and what else? I'm also what else? drinking Woodchuck cider. Oh, nice. It's oh. way better than Angry Orchard. I love Woodchuck. I, I love Woodchuck. Yeah. I haven't too. seen Woodchuck in years. I don't really, I used to be at bars all the time, but I don't really see it anywhere now. Hey, yeah. speaking of liquor, when I was leaving Ireland, it we like you to get through like customs. Yeah, I walked through a duty free shop. They're giving out free shots of whiskey in the morning. Like, isn't this good? You want to buy some? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me about that. Awesome. Like, we'll try a shot of this whiskey. I'm like, it's ma'am, it's 11 a.m. Okay, yeah, I'll buy a bottle of that too. <laughs> I love airports where in the morning they're just giving you free shots of whiskey. Oh, that's fantastic. That's Ireland is the best. Great. Does that happen at any other airport? Airport. That's the only one I've had it at. <laughs> All right. Well, Tyler, it was great having you on the show. Uh, you know, take care. Best of luck with your Senate campaign. And we'll, uh, we're going to continue. All right. Peace. I'm just kidding. We are going <laughs> to yeah, tell us a little bit about the Senate campaign. Cause I want to talk about that. It, uh, the experience of running for Senate. And uh, also have I, have any exposés been done yet about any untoward things you've done? Any, he's actually had, I've seen a couple positive pieces for, uh, about you, uh, in the, you know, some of the articles you've shared in our forum. There was a, that one article you posted, uh, either today or yesterday was really, really good. I mean, it, it basically spun yeah, you in a true. very positive way. It was kind of weird because I had that interview with the, uh, the author of that article, like two or three weeks ago. And it's a pretty uh, conservative pot, uh, news outlet. So I'm like, all right. And I mentioned pot. And then like 10 minutes later, they're like, all right, I think we have enough. <laughs> and I have an article after that. Uh, and I'm like, hey, what's up? I haven't seen an article. And they're like, oh, it'll be up in when on Wednesday or before. I'm like, all right. And then that Monday. Oh. There's the article. So I was kind of surprised how positive it sounded because me too. <laughs> my, yeah. Yeah. My uh, thought was it was going to be either not published or just like, I don't buried, know, buried or just be a hit piece. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, do you guys think that uh, Kanye is going to talk to Donald Trump about pot at all? Tyler, I mean Howie. I was gonna call you Tyler. We're we're talking about Tyler's Senate campaign. Why don't we save some of these topics? Well, it's really. I mean, he he brought up the marijuana thing. It's a big issue for all of us. I think. No, I don't think he's going to talk about pot specifically. I think he's talking about criminal justice reform in general. Okay, though. okay. I think he's going to talk about his jeans. Well, not gonna. Didn't this uh, already he, happen? How he was wearing tight jeans before anybody else. 
you know, the the yay jeans, the Yeezy jeans or whatever. Does Trump ever wear jeans? I don't know. Do you think know, he's ever worn seen. anything but a suit in his whole life? Like, because Baron Trump only wears know. suits too. So maybe Trump was raised, Donald was raised wearing suits. I've, I've seen him been, like, I thought he has balls. been raised just wearing suits. I think he, I I don't he know. probably has. I mean, who's Red Stormy he, Daniels? He, he, doesn't, he doesn't golf in his suit. He golfs in like khakis. Oh, yeah. There are the khakis, the oh, golfing okay. khakis. Look, if somebody read Stormy Daniels' book, I'm sure it's in there. Everything Did you see that he wears Stormy suits? Daniels? Yeah. Stormy Daniels is like, she shouldn't have body shamed Trump. That's what she's saying now. Oh, I know. It's hilarious. I love it. I love that she had to walk that back. Even the the rabid left that's hungry for Daniel or uh, Donald Trump's blood, they're like, that's too far. You can't and call him. You can't call him. the fact that Michael Avenetti wants to run for president now? Who the hell would vote for some scumbag lawyer? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know. Apologies Seriously. to all the lawyers out there who are fans of the show. Some of you are great. Hey Rico, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, who is the for Avenetti or Rico? He is a it's like and what's it? There's an ambulance chaser, and then there's what? What is he uh what is he a chaser of? Porn uh, the women's unabused women's center. If you put one of those on wheels, he chases after that. Cause like that woman's presidential is porn affair chaser. Yeah, right. He's got Stormy Daniels, and then he found that other chick too for Kavanaugh. That was the one that was like, I yeah. go to 17 rape parties and I saw Brad. I kept going. The gang it's yeah. Yeah. Like, why do you keep going to rape parties? Like, that's the bigger question. Jesus. So, hey, Tyler, sorry. I didn't mean to get us off track, but it was, that was. No, we, you, we you had a, a race to gangbang. Well, the, the whole, you, had, you, you had a, you had a right. I can't wait till they pull some of these, uh, some of these audio clips to smear your campaign. Keep in mind, Tyler, this might be your biggest. Uh, like media appearance in terms of reach, it might be. It, it might be. <laughs> Tyler, Actually, you, had, you, had a, be. you had a writing campaign for the primaries, right? Yeah. Now, how he's taking over the hosting? This is great. T- I'm t- tell me out. about that. How did that? How did that go? How did you get on like the actual ballot? <laughs> well, I was I was gathering signatures for an independent run, and uh, I was like, oh, I'm not going to make it because I started wanting to run against Bernie Sanders. And that takes a, a lot more. Was there a reason why you went independent instead of libertarian? Uh, no reason other than. Well, you ended up doing uh, it as a Republican, though, right? I I did as far because it was it was mainly how easy it was to get on the ballot. Gotcha. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about Bernie Sanders' son, who he wouldn't endorse? No, not at all. No. Okay. Uh, Are you talking about actual Bernie Sanders? Wait. You well, no. First, Sanders? he was going to run for U.S. Senate and then decided to run for state Senate. Instead. Oh, I got it. Because you're not going to. I, I was it. only like 50 signatures short of getting on the ballot in the general election. Oh wow! When someone uh, that I talked to, we we talked to each other, and and all of our ideals were pretty much the same. And he gathered enough signatures to get on the ballot. So he's running against Bernie Sanders. It's Bruce Busa. The Spruce Bruce. Bruce Busa. That's and what his name should be. The Spruce Bruce. That's yeah. his nickname. All of his, all his campaign Bruce posters. Bruce? The Spruce Bruce. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what my dog's name is. I call him Spruce Moose. <laughs> <laughs> Similar. Hey, it sounds catchy. So, so wait, so how did you I get mean, your signatures? Did you go door to door? Or did you have, like sit out and sit in a mall? No, I mean, I work with a bunch of people that, live in vermont like we have over a thousand people in our business so, so like we couldn't have signed your thing right no no well, at, at the end of the day the signatures didn't end up mattering though right since you went a different direction no yeah so that was yeah. that was just the attempt to 
be an opponent opponent of Bernie Sanders, but then you decided to run as a Republican as a writing campaign. And so the reason you're on the show right now, you know, I don't want to open the floodgates for everybody that sends us money to be on the show necessarily, <laughs> but you know, we do the candidates of Liberty show and that's technically for big L candidates. And then you, you basically put, put a challenge out there and said, Hey, if I make the general election ballot, can I come on the show? And I said, absolutely. And sure enough, you did. So, and I guess the way that happened was just through a write-in campaign. So a, why did you decide to run that campaign as a Republican and B, how'd you do it? How, what was your secret to getting, you know, getting on that actual ballot? It's impressive. It was actually pretty easy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I reached out to uh, Brattleboro local newspaper and the Brattleboro reformer. And I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing a writing campaign. They already knew I was uh, running in the primaries and I was just like, all right. Uh, I didn't get in enough signatures for an independent base candidacy, but there's no one running for Republican. So I'm like, hey, write my name in. And I only needed 50 signatures to get on the ballot. And I got 55. How many would you need <laughs> if you were like, uh, not a Republican? More? Or is it the same? I was just wondering if they made it, it easy. It might have been me. like 25 for an independent. <laughs> it's less. But no, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that would really work because there's no independent ballot. Oh, gosh. One has to work on... Uh, the primaries. So I could have probably done something on the Liberty Union, but they're a bunch of socialists. You know, if, if I were going to run for something, I would probably run as Republican too. You know, I don't care what letter you got next to your name. It's what you believe in. You know, I know you, I don't give a shit what party you run under. I mean, it's, if you're for freedom, I'm for you. That's, that's the way it works. That's how that's I think. It works in this house. <laughs> <laughs> that's really how I think, because I was registered as a Republican and, 2005 or whenever I turned 18. I think um, I was too then at that year. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. And I'd never really changed my registry. So I've always been registered as a Republican, but so good. Now you can say in your campaign, I'm a lifelong Republican. So Republicans. <laughs> it's libertarians, Don't worry. I'm really a libertarian. In Virginia, you don't register by party. You just like when primaries come up, you pick a ballot, ballot like which one do you want? You only get one so you can vote in whichever yeah. you want. We, we can still vote for like, it has to be one or the other, but you can be registered as a Republican in Vermont and still vote in the primaries as a Democrat, which is kind of weird, but you know, whatever. So one thing I'd like to re- address is voluntarists out there and uh, the Roger Paxons of the world that say, don't get involved in electoral politics. I wish I could to tag me, Roger Paxson live to, to, to me, come in to and me yell it's you. like it's like, <laughs> come on, come on. I, I understand why you're saying that. Howie, Howie, do you think I'm a slave? There's things right now in our lifetimes where we become more free by voting, like the marijuana initiatives in California, for example. Like there's good reasons to vote for people. They're gonna do things to make us more free. I understand, you know, oh, we're legitimizing systems and that blah blah. Yeah. I get that, but the fact is that we're not going to have a mass wave of nobody voting. So it's, it's, oh, no, not at all. Until we get close to that. I like how Zoom registers Brian's yawn as him talking and puts him on the front of the screen for a second. <laughs> I was Anyways, hoping it would. Until, move on. until we get close to that, let's vote. Let's support some people who can make some changes, make us freer in our lifetimes. Let's do it. Let's do go, it. Go tell it to people on the street corner. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about marijuana and Trump. God damn it. Hey, we're still talking about Tyler and his amazing campaign. Fuck Trump. 
Uh, I wouldn't recommend necessarily saying that on the campaign trail, though. To other Republicans. Yeah, I know. Say it to Democrats. I've though. already, I've already said it, and I've been blocked on Facebook for it. Nice. But well, do you say, do you say fuck Trump? Do you know who doesn't say that? Stormy Daniels. I, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, she did say it once. <laughs> well, not anymore. I like how it's funny that every no one disputes even Trump. He just doesn't say it, but no one yeah, actually disputes that it happened. Like everybody doesn't care because no one. Is surprised by it. it's not like oh my god Trump's a philanderer oh my god Trump's sleeping with a porn star it's all what everyone knew he that's was like, before he was elected what? so it doesn't add anything to the conversation. No, no one cares about shit anymore. That's why uh, Kanye West will be our next president. I guarantee. You. I don't know if he'll be our next, but I do think he might be president. Well, no, uh, no. I mean, Trump will win re-election, but after that, Kanye. Yeah, I don't think. There. I don't know. I think that might be too early, but I do think what? in his Hold elderly. No, no, no. Hold on. The thing is that people don't want to admit is that, you know, nowadays, uh, banging uh, hot chicks uh, behind your wife's back, that's something that rich people do. But back in the old days, that's <laughs> something everybody did because we had whorehouses for that kind of thing. So even rich or poor, you could find a whore to your level of income. See, that's that's white privilege right there. Banging hot chicks for money is white privilege. I kind of made that uh, argument. For what, when, what uh, Brian just said? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, kind of. Um, when you should be his campaign manager. Chelsea Clinton said <laughs> that uh, it was unchristian to uh, abolish abortion or something like that. Someone's like, oh, the the Clintons just make it go wherever that they just think it it means whatever they want it to mean, and that's why. Bill wasn't faithful or could be unfaithful to Hillary or whatever. And I'm like, no, she let him use a concubine. It happened with Jacob. I want to go walking around with you on the campaign trail one day and hear reactions to, <laughs> to these things. So, you know, I, I know what you're talking about. Somebody was uh, talking about King Solomon the other day at the Masonic Lodge about the wives stuff. I'm like, I thought oh, he was, yeah, he was crazy. He yeah, had like 700. You're talking about the, but, yeah, the Saudi yeah, I prince mean, guy? If we're going by like Jewish or Christian laws, I mean, this are you talking about the guy who cuts babies in half, or is this current day? Well, he threatens. Oh, no, yes, that's exactly who. And it wasn't that he actually cut the baby. Do you guys want to tell was, people at home no, what you're talking about? Because I think you two are oh, the only oh, ones. Okay, oh, okay. If, if, you're, if, you're not, if you're not a Christian or a Jew, you might not know that these people came to King Solomon arguing about, I own the baby, she owns the baby, blah, blah, Oh, that story, yeah. I know that he's, like, he's like, all right, yes. we'll cut it in half. You each get half of the baby. And the true mother is like, no, no, don't do it. She could take him. He's like, there, I knew. And the real mother's like, sure, cut the baby in half. That seems fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and, if anyways, she'd hey. be like, cut it, but just cut the foreskin. It saves me the cost of getting a brit. Anyways, <laughs> it, was, it was a good trick, but we all forget these stories. Like King Solomon had like 700 wives. So now exactly. we're all trying to put these Judeo-Christian values on one wife, one wife, whatever. It's, you know, it, shit's changed. Through yeah, it's skewed. You hear that, Howie's wife? He's arguing yeah. for 700 wives. Oh, my God. Dude, who, who would one is more than And enough? I do know your Jesus wife's name. Christ. I just didn't want to name her publicly in case, you know, stalkers are All right, are all right. so, so you know, my new wife is wonderful. But just going after... Just talking about my old wife, I'm like, God damn, who would want more than one? One is enough. <laughs> I hope Not she's enough. standing outside the door listening. She is right upstairs. I don't know, <laughs> man. If you had like the polygamy, though, if you've got five different wives, just think about that. You're not, you don't want more than no, one. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen, you don't want it because you had to hang out with one all the time. If you have five, you're spreading it around. It's like when you're dating a girl and you see her once a week, you're like, 
oh, I, I love this girl. She's the best. And then you live with her and you're like, oh, God, she's the worst. So let's talk well, about I, other I spread it around. Other religions that allow this, say like Islam, like you have to be actually able to support and provide for all these things. You can't just be like, I like bang and I'm going to marry all these women. That's not how it works. You need you need to be a man of stature and some means and, you know. Guess if you're if you're working so if guess if you're working so hard you need a few more wives to take care of things. I believe Howie is arguing for status uh, cheating privilege in our society. If I'm hearing that correctly, <laughs> yeah. if you achieve a certain socioeconomic status, that should correlate to how many affairs you are allowed to have. Ah, uh, you know, uh, I don't know about affairs. You could have many wives. Look, if the people are okay hey, with it, you within made the it over a million dollars. Today's episode is not sponsored by the church. I just, I just for the life of the church of mine. For the life of me, I don't know why anyone would want more than one wife. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. I can see why wives that married to you would want more than one husband, though. Ouch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What was that question I saw on the feed today? Do any of the Lions Liberty hate any other Lions Liberty? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. There's, we'll, we're going to do a bonus show. We're going to do a bonus show where we get to some questions from. But that's a good teaser, though. That's a good teaser. Our Patreon supporters, for as little as $5 a month at patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty, can hear the answer to that question. Oh, if we, by the way, You'll be Ryan. shocked by my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Degenerate gamblers? Yes. It was jitterbug. What are you talking about, jitterbug? Jitterbug. Cricket. Jitterbug. Yeah, Odie's got cricket wireless though. <laughs> cricket wireless. Exactly. Oh, well, let me blast ATT real quick. Doesn't work in Ireland, but <laughs> Verizon Wireless does, and so does Sprint Mobile. Yeah, Sprint works. I was the only person with the phone that didn't fucking work. I'm going to counter ATT because they worked great for me at Porkfest, and no one else had a reception. So I'm going to promote ATT. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to Howie. ATT is great. Who cares about I who wants to have service at Porkfest? I didn't fucking have Odie. Shit. Who wants, to go, wireless Odia, no, who wants to go to New Hampshire for vacation? People want to go to, like, Ireland. I agree. We should move Porkfest to Ireland. I had a wonderful time. Oh, there. oh my God. If I had my dogs there, I would never come Pork back. Porkfest should be in Mexico or something. I guess they have Anarcho Poco. No, Porkfest is perfectly no. fine in New Hampshire. Should we try to go to Anarcho Poco? Yes, we should. So, Tyler, I went to a yoga retreat in Vermont, and it was fucking awesome. I, like, I, I, I got there. It's out in the middle of nowhere. I go into, like, a little store, a little shop. Everybody's open carrying. I'm like, I like this. Mark, is it just weird like, you feel like on a first date between Howie and Tyler? It seems so weird. <laughs> That's that exactly like, how I feel. It was like a liberal state, but guns were so like open and like accepted, and it's like part of the culture. It's like Vermont's a different kind of beast than say like a it's California or a New York. Like it's liberal, but it's got some of these basics right. Like Hey Tyler, what are you looking for out of a relationship? <laughs> Open carry with liberal passions. Ah. Ty, I know you said. I know we're talking about like Brian was joking about ah. my wife having two husbands, but you want to get in on this action? Is this where we all do our Howie impressions? Ah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yep. And Which one of those Tyler, voices was Howie? Don't listen to people without beards. They don't know what they're talking about. Hey, I have a I beard. Have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, I don't uh, Brian does not have a beard. I just gave yeah, mine. Mine definitely counts. Mine's a beard. You know, I was in Minnesota. I, yeah, it's not a Mel Gibson Howie beard, but it's a beard. It's not an alleyway rapist beard like Howie's sporting, <laughs> but something. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you should dye that beard so you're not so easily identifiable in a police lineup. I thought about dying it for the wedding, but I'm like, no, Wait, I want to look dyed. <laughs> no. I think you go to the same beard trimmer as Mance Raider does. Howie's got the same beard as fucking like uh, Dr. Strange. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I thought that picture of Matt, Man Strader, since it doesn't go by his real name, I thought it was not his real picture. But then when I saw him with pictures with Ron Paul, I'm like, holy shit, that is him. <laughs> Do you think he took a picture of someone else and pretended it was him? I don't know. But I he the way when I hear him when he talks, I thought he was closer to our age. He looks he seems older than us. Well, he just, he just insulted Mans publicly on a show he's definitely listening to. So congratulations, he's Howie. He's probably a little older than us. Mans, not, you're I stunning say, and you look younger than your years. I don't know. I'd say 45. Funny thing about Mans, I was like, you know, there was... Right, which puts it younger, older than Tyler's us. Tyler's now holding up a, a, a Wolverine uh, playing card. Um, oh, it was me. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, it's Crypto Man. Oh, Crypto Man, yes. So wait, I want to tell my funny story about Mance because Mance uh, went to I think it was a Mises event, uh, and uh, you know he there's pictures of him like mingling with Ron Paul, and I and I saw a name tag. I was like, ooh, I'm gonna zoom in on that and finally find his name out. <laughs> I zoomed in. And what did it say? It said Mance. Mance right. it just said Mance. <laughs> Dude, I f- I feel like. Shit, the only pictures I have of me around Paul and me is seventeen. I need to reconnect, I guess. Yeah, you I do. feel like if, I feel like you I, don't want Ron Paul in a scandal with a seventeen-year-old Bowie. We don't need. Yeah, I remember, I remember, yeah. like when I when I first met him, when I went up to him, I, what I said is like, I'm like something like, "Hello, sir. I really like your politics. You make a lot of sense." <laughs> I don't know. Oh, thanks, I know Howie. I, I love the Constitution. That's my Ron Paul. I don't know what I would say now. But it was weird though. I talked to a lot of uh, even like Democratic people back then because you know I wasn't political. I was just like an anarchist skater. I'm like, whoa, this is politics shit. But I remember sitting in a, a room with Ron Dellums. He was a California Democrat. I think he's like the mayor of Oakland or some shit now. But anyways, I sat and talked to him for like an hour. He was talking about how the U.S. shouldn't be in. Uh, NATO anymore because that was against the Soviet Union. We're all cool now, and this we're like like the gangster on the block, like being like jerks. And I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But now we have Democrats are like, oh, NATO's great. The fuck Russia, Russia's awful. They're trying to destroy everything. It's like Jesus Christ. How did the Democrats go from being like we should be friends with Russia to this nonsense? Now it's crazy. But Ron, they used to call him Ron Red Dumbs. Was like, is he still? Do you guys know? Is he like the mayor of Oakland still? I'm not up on my mayors of Oakland. I presume every mayor of Oakland has already been arrested after about a year in some sort of cocaine scandal. Mm, that's a good kind of scandal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, speaking of um, illicit drugs, did you see Donald Trump wants to get some public comments on marijuana? Yes. Pretty, pretty fucking good. Bravo. And on top of that, now he's opening up. Uh, the uh, he wants to even remove the gag order on on like pharmaceutical drugs too. So now they don't have any restrictions on like well, pharmacists. Well, they did that. Like, he didn't want to do it. He signed. I mean, he signed it. It signed. It happened. It's his executive order. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. But Trump. Trump's the guy that pushed it forward. Here's a question. Let's look through this a little bit. Does your shirt say Cocaine Bear? Yeah, Cocaine Bear. I like That's that. Exactly the, what it says. Talk so it comes big on my screen. It's <laughs> uh, there we go. Oh, that's a nice shirt. That's a nice oh, shirt. It's amazing. It's a story of a bear. It's like a this pilot was shipping cocaine and he crashed in like the North Dakota woods or something. Oh, he died. I know the story. And then the bear, oh, yeah, the bear got addicted to cocaine oh, and OD on the coke, which is too what? bad for the bear. But he, he did way too that's much. That's a real cocaine. story. No, no, I actually I, I heard this before seeing the shirt. Yeah, man, this bear did so much coke. It's crazy. <laughs> I haven't heard of that. Oh yeah, and, and there was there was some uh, there was some skit somebody was telling me about where they they had the bear like they wanted to do a horror movie where they're filming the bear like the people like the idea for the horror movie was that they the people find the cocaine 
And uh, they're like, look at all this coke. And they don't realize that the bear is out in the woods addicted to the coke. So the bear now is hunting them down with his advanced smell because it wants their cocaine that they found in the woods. Forget and about, forget about be, being near like the bear's baby. If you're near the bear's coke, who no. Oh, it's all over. Wow. <laughs> I lost control he of the show you. a long time serious. ago. And he snorts lines off your dead corpse. That's Just like baller. That's, that's so baller. I love it. <laughs> it's awesome. Love it. I'm going to mark the show unsafe for... Any, can, anyone, can with, we, anyone with morals. Children <laughs> under 21. I'm pretty sure I want to promote cocaine bear for president for our next election. Maybe that's a bonus oh, exactly. show kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> he, hear right, more so about cocaine bear by turning in to our bonus show. Patreon.com slash lines. Oh my God. Is this the Monday show? Yeah, of course it is. Damn. Right. <laughs> by the way, okay. speaking of, uh, of uh, Roger Paxson, he's going to be on Wednesday show. Brian, do you think I'm a slave? Yeah. Really? yeah. That's my that's my only one line I have in my Roger Paxton impression. Well, I'm sure we'll get some more uh, some more keepers out of the the interview. Yeah. I do. I'm going to go over. I think Bucket I'm in the neck. I'm going to come clean about. Uh, uh, well, not come clean, but at least address the issue of the broken mirror. <laughs> The broken, the broken mirror scandal. No, did I did not do it live on air. Because people have to tune in Wednesday to hear about the broken mirror story. See, we'll, we'll, we'll walk through it. Maybe you should make if, that a bonus segment line, with Roger. If a line of liberty broke it, it would break my heart. If what? If a line of liberty broke the mirror, it'd break my no, heart. No, no, I'll tell. I'll tell my recollection of it, which is pretty, which is pretty distinct, because I have a, I have a good memory when I'm drunk. I'm pretty uh, sure I was. I'm pretty sure I was incapable of breaking a mirror at the time. <laughs> I was so drunk, I was unable to lift my arms. That's how I know I didn't do it. To hear about what led up to the broken mirror scandal, listen to our pork fest. I yeah. can't tell you what episode I, that was. I was out for the count. I, I, I was passed out before the whiskey challenge started, but for some weird reason, I woke That's up in the middle weird. of it. It gave an anti-war rant. And it was amazing. <laughs> it was incredible. Like you just like woke up, ran, did a co- very coherent two-minute anti-war rant, and went right back to sleep. It was great, yep. and it was timed perfectly. Because you know, I, I dream about anti-war rants. That's how it goes. <laughs> you just happened to be in one when you woke up. With that. In, in my dreams, I'm like shaking, like uh, people like Nikki Haley, like stop the wars in Syria. <laughs> if the next, if there's a chemical attack, it's Al Qaeda. It's not Assad. How is how is the wife going to wake up with brain damage from how he's shaking her in his sleep? Do we think that her leaving um, is is a good thing for anti-warism? No. I, so. I, whoever's no, going to listen, I tell you what, I tell you what, she I was, was as really happy as they come. Yeah. I was so well, happy we got rid of HR McMaster and they replaced him with Bolton. So right now, even though I hate Nikki Hillian, it's like who the fuck are they going to replace her with? Like Satan. <laughs> like, <laughs> talk about some other some other woman uh I, oh I, D- dina what's her name she's horrible yeah horrible. yeah dina she something. Be, she'd be way worse she's like a clintonite like uh pro yeah she's super ISIS type well not they don't say a pro okay isis but you know that kind of foreign policy i have to piss and take a shot <laughs> excellent <laughs> not in that well maybe in that order probably in that order. you know i could i could piss too and i uh so we bought a bunch of whiskey on the way I home from Ireland. Too. Moving on. But, but if I were to open it, because it's the special Ireland whiskey, I probably have to get permission first. So I'd have to see if Andrew's home. Be like, permission. hey, how's your day? Can I, op- can I open the Howie. whiskey? You could have ended that. <laughs> Howie, you could have ended that as, I have to see if uh, my wife's home. And then if she's not, you open You should have said, she, I have she, to check she, my she, own she, balls real quick and to see if they're there. And then make a no, decision. She bought it. It's 
she oh, probably she wants it for okay. special occasion and she yeah, well, well. Uh, this is why I, I'm know, not married. I, well, oh, and because yeah, and because of why. and because statism. Hey. <laughs> but she also so you you guys you know we just started this uh podcast recently, but she probably came in maybe threw something in the trash and I already saw there were like five Guinness pint cans in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's from like before I came down here. But uh yeah, I think Guinness is really good for your health. It's uh, made my life way better since I started drinking it every day. Yeah, of course. Your it, outlook's like, sunnier. It's no, no, no. It, I mean, seriously, I feel better. Like it gives you power. And if you look it up, it's even like not that many calories. No, it's, it's less calories than even like it's less than most diet or like pe- like people beer. think it's a lot because of the uh, people say like, oh, it's like drinking a loaf of bread, but it's not like the calories of bread. People look at the color and they say that's got to be heavier, just like people think black people. Even think. though, <laughs> even though such <laughs> low calories, it still has a decent amount of alcohol. Yeah, it does. It's basically just like taking it, a very. It, it tastes. It tastes completely different in Ireland, though. In Ireland, it's like holy shit! This is the best thing I've ever tasted. I disagree. I had Guinness in Ireland. I don't think it tastes that much different than here. And Where were you? Were you at the Guinness Brewery? <laughs> no, I didn't go. I'm not. I wasn't a tourist like you, uh, taking in all the sites. I went to uh, the. I Temple went to like two places, dude. Temple Bar, <laughs> and, uh, and we went to Galway, which was awesome, but. That's what they say. I didn't the go to either those places. No, the thing that sucked about Ireland was that you think they'd have all sorts of delicious Irish beers and all sorts of different Irish whiskeys around and all the bars, and they fucking don't. They've got about six different so, beers. So, you know what? They, no, had, no, no, they, they, had, different, they had different Irish beers at the bars, but you know what? None of them were good except for Guinness. Well, the one every, every bar I went to had the same beers. Carlsberg, Coors Light. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that's fucking crazy. Every bar had goddamn Coors Light on tap. Everyone, and what and the Carlsberg. fuck is that? And Carlsberg. What? Yeah, I bought Carlsberg because I thought, oh, like, oh, this must be an Irish beer, and I like no, it's it sucks. Czech Republic. Yeah, it sucks too. I get a horrible hangover. Why do they have Coors Light on tap at every Irish bar? I thought it was like, is this like a, a, a joke? Like, if yeah, I order Coors Light, I'm gonna get a punch in that face. Dude, I don't know, beer? but it was also like the whiskeys. Let's say there was like three different whiskeys. It was like. There was like red breast, uh, a green spot. You have a green spot and yellow spot. Yellow spot's more expensive. The green spot's better. Yeah, green spot was better. I like green spot. And that just, I was like, I thought there'd be more variety. I was very pissed. Did you have West Cork? No, I didn't have West Cork. That's a good one. That's a good one. So, one thing that was so funny, there's a picture of me on Facebook. Uh, My friend who came out for the wedding, he brought all this whiskey on the plane. He's like, you know, they have a three ounce limit. But no limit to how many bottles you can oh, take. Yeah. <laughs> he had all these little bottle, like you know, the little whiskey bottles. Yeah, he, he just fills them up. Yep. So he brought them in. He has this big Ziploc bag full of like thousand bottles of whatever. Your buddy up. and my dad would get along. So they have the same trick. So we drank them all, and he, we bought a bunch of Irish whiskey. He filled them back up because he had to fly to uh, Italy for a wedding there. He's like, I'm drinking these on the plane. How many, how many international <laughs> weddings does this fucker go to? Is he like in Two. Toastmasters? Two. Oh, That's okay. not many. All right. Now, now I have to pee, and then I, I think we should talk Since about. Since when Kanye do we start West. peeing in the middle of the show? Tyler has set the president. Now everyone just starts peeing. Oh no! I've been I only did it because my microphone was low on battery, so it was an excuse to take a shot of vodka. Low on batteries? It's a USB cheap, microphone. Cheap ass vodka. What are you talking about? No, low right. on batteries? You just made that up. I, oh yeah, I've been doing it for a while. I'm gonna go do the same though. I'll be back. You and Tyler talk about 
Tyler stuff. You know, I'm actually going to encourage you to take this break so we can get a word in edgewise. Hey guys, this is Roger Paxton. And if you're fed up with the government running every single aspect of your life, but you're not listening to the Lava Flow podcast yet, then what's wrong with you? Check us out at thelavaflow.com or just go back to sucking up to the government. The Lava Flow podcast, striking the root every single episode. This is Chris Spangle, and I am the host of We Are Libertarians, which you can find in iTunes, Google Play, or at wearelibertarians.com. We are a podcast that brings you all of the irreverence that modern politics deserves by examining current events from a libertarian perspective. So please, check us out at wearelibertarians.com. Are those dry, boring, run-of-the-mill political talk shows putting you to sleep on your commute or at work? Are you ready for some fun? Look no further, Blast Off with Johnny Rocket is a Seattle-based podcast expressing viewpoints of free markets, voluntary exchange, badass music, wicked banner, and of course, drinking. The Blast Off doesn't shy from the truth, but always brings the party. Let's rock and roll, Raylene. Bring it on, Johnny. You can check us out at thelaunchpadmedia.com forward slash Blast Off. Again, that's thelaunchpadmedia.com forward slash Blast Off. Launchpad Media. Always launching ideas in your direction. Wait, Brian and Howie both exited the show? <laughs> wow. That has never happened before. Two people on the show just left. Well, Tyler, we can actually use this opportunity to actually talk about your campaign a little bit more because I don't feel like we're going to get many words in edgewise otherwise. Just when you're out there on the campaign trail, as a Republican, obviously you're, you're philosophically libertarian. How do you have to sort of temper your – I know you don't temper your views, but how do you find yourself communicating these ideas to maybe more hardcore Republicans that identify more with, I don't know, Trump policies or traditional Republican policies where you might differ? Do you find any like a conflicts over that? Are you able to make like, common ground with those people? Yeah, no, I find a lot of conflict with it. Uh, it's, most, it's mostly on the drug laws. I was recently interviewed on Vermont television. And at the end of the segment, I was like, oh, I'm all I'm for like legalizing all drugs. And the interviewer wasn't too keen on the idea. And I and he mentioned how drug use or cannabis use was uh, increased in Colorado after legalization. And I was like, "Well, that's true. The use of it was increased, but more like the, more like the people that are willing to admit to doing it has increased." Well, yeah, yeah, but actually, so the amount used has increased, but as far as the youth go they they've actually decreased by like two percent so i'm like well yeah the use has gone up but however many people are using it has actually decreased especially upon the people who are under 18 so whoever is using it is using it more sure but the amount of people are using it less Oh, that was the sound of Howie coming back with, ah, with, with some crazy pants on. What were those pants? Yeah, what what the are those? Pants are you wearing PJs? <laughs> this is a reason to join the uh, ours on Patreon for ten dollars or higher, just to see Howie's at least ten dollars. Well, that's so this and Tyler, and the, Tyler, and some sort of weird attic that looks—I uh, don't even know—terrifying. This it's, Irish whiskey is called Clontarf Ten Fourteen. It's good. This is what they. They gave me a shot at the airport. I'm like, yeah, I'll take a bottle of that. 
Uh, Tyler, to what you were saying uh, about like the the drug use thing, the the interviewer's question about it or his statement saying marijuana use increased, it it kind of it it presumes a point that that's bad. You know, if marijuana use is increasing because it's legal and prescription pill, uh, you know, use is decreasing, decreasing, then that's a good thing. Exactly. That's a much better thing because there's no exactly. lethal lethal dose for marijuana. Yeah. So that's what that's how I would well, respond to. Does that, do our listeners know what lethal dose means? It means that there's I a. Hope so. I hope so that you die from a certain dosage. No, no, no. It doesn't mean what that. What does it mean? It means no, effective dose versus lethal dose. Fifty. Le- so lethal dose means it will kill fifty percent of people that do that. Okay. So for like real heavy drug users, it's not really going to kill you. <laughs> but anyways, when I when I worked at uh, Wellspring, this like uh, short term uh, counseling center. Very short term for Howie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about my quitting that job because it maybe for the bonus segment, it, it coincided with me telling someone to kill themselves. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I think you did just tell us the story, but we, okay. We, we had to be familiar with the lethal doses of different things. And we had, but we, we couldn't tell anyone what the lethal dose was just in case someone was trying to kill themselves. But I was like, just going through this list. I'm like, Holy shit. It's like Valium, like 600 pills. Damn. So it's like, yeah, people that try to kill themselves with Valium, they're just crying for help, whatever. <laughs> but surprising yeah, pussy cowards. Surprising things are like Tylenol is fucking deadly. Oh, yeah. 56, pills, 56 pills of Tylenol. Tylenol is far more food. dangerous than marijuana, and it's not even close. But, but the one that was the most dangerous, I couldn't believe, Quaaludes. You know how many Quaaludes it takes to, to uh, meet the lethal dose? Two? Four. Wow. Wow. So, what about Kanye West? Yeah, let's yeah. talk about Kanye West. <laughs> what instead of drugs? <laughs> instead of just ram- how we rambling about the drugs? Yeah, no, no. What, one thing I want to say though, I almost put heroin one on thing, that list. Howie, is it really but, only one thing? But, but actually, heroin's not that dangerous. The problem is that what you what <laughs> there's our what you there's get, our, our Howie quote of the day. No, no, no. I mean, heroin's not dangerous if you know what you're taking is heroin and you know how much the dose is, and you're not doing it with other drugs and alcohol. But if you think you're buying heroin, you buy a fentanyl, you're fucked. That's the reason why the drug war is killing people. If it was actually just heroin and you knew what it was in the dosage and you're not mixing with other things, whatever, it's not that it's not good, but it's not dangerous. The problem is, is the illegal war on drugs. You don't know what you're buying. You don't know what the dosage is. It's mixed with all the shit that's going to kill you. And it's, I mean... Like, what do we care about? Why do we have the drug war? Because we want to save people. We want to help people, right? Well, we don't want to just why it's really there, people. but, you know, that's what. Yeah, I mean, you know, what people probably tell themselves. But if you want people to live and not die, like, Jesus Christ. There's two kinds of people that support the drug war. One kind are uh, moral absolutionists that see some inherent ill in taking certain substances. Often they'll fi- they'll choose very silly substances such as marijuana being bad and alcohol being good, which is far more dangerous. And they tie it to some religious notion that is really tied into what the law is in the in the first place, not any kind of actual moral position. And the other kind are the cronies. Does the that, Bible say anything about heroin? I don't know. I never That's read it. Say. I, I can't think of anything anywhere in the Bible that has anything about drugs in there. It's just you know been lumped into this fucking oh, it's immoral to do drugs bullshit, which has no basis in anything. I'm not the biblical scholar here, but I, I don't believe there's anything specific. That that would be well, what me. Does the and I will say no, it does not say anything about heroin. I am a biblical scholar. <laughs> I know it doesn't say anything about heroin, but specifically, but it doesn't say anything about marijuana either. I'm a biblical scholar. It's good. Howie is our biblical scholar. <laughs> you are now our resident biblical scholar. 
I went 12 years of Catholic school. Come on, man. So Tyler, why don't you tell us a little bit more about, uh, you know, your campaign and like who your opponents are and what are your, realistically, to be be honest with us, be candid, what do you think your odds are? Because there's actually two spots that are open for state senators and Howie has the loudest keyboard ever right now. And he's, yep. and he's typing, Mark is so irritable on it. <laughs> you know, they asked this question. Yeah, it is really pertinent. They asked that question, like, lions you would kill. I, Howie, or they're like, Howie's the number one now. He's moved up. Well, this, this call up, 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 up. You can learn more about that in the bonus segment if we ever get to it. So Tyler. <laughs> fucking sons of fucking bitches. Howie, I'm muting you. Will. All right, so Tyler, why don't you tell us more about, uh, you know, your opponents and you, what your chance or you think is of, like, kind of yeah, breaking so, through uh, here. Jeanette White and uh, Becca Balan are the incumbents. I reached out to both of them recently so I could put out a informative business card so that everyone would know how everyone stands on the issues. And neither one was in, interested. But Becca Balan asked me uh, why I threw up the white power symbol what <laughs> what? hand gesture it was well, very which bizarre. howie is now doing yeah. on video on mute uh, the, the exactly. aok yeah the AOK symbol? which is not That's really a white exactly power symbol it's a 4chan and, troll and job yeah exactly and what it was was really uh it was the dudley boys d3 symbol yeah i know that one. exactly so that's what i i posted and also it aligns with my also uh another group that i'm affiliated with with which is uh battle axe warriors and they're a hip-hop street team but okay. you know it, it follows like swollen members which is two white dudes and a black dude so i don't know how it means white power but Wait, swollen members yeah swollen members what, what does that just, word mean? Just look it up. Just look it up. Okay, that's a that's a term. A term I don't understand. Swollen members. Hey, they were drunk at Denny's. I think that's how the story. All went. right, I just all I just unmuted changes. Howie. He was he's been going crazy on the video, and he just told me he's gonna start the Democratic Socialist podcast. So, <laughs> Howie, now now what? Now you're gonna mute yourself? Okay, now ask a question, Howie. How I was listening to Tyler. <laughs> <fuckish>. <laughs> For everyone at home, you and missing Howie just flipping out on the video chat for the last <laughs> five minutes, and it's been amazing. <laughs> I, I'm tempted to Sarah, ten dollars. You could all see this, <laughs> except you can't because this one won't be on video. But in the future, you can. Sure. Why not? Well, won't. Why are we doing this then? For audio, because it's fun to see each people, other. People love to see us, though. They love it. Oh, well, they love it. They well, tell me. They love well, it. Maybe, they tell maybe me. in the bonus show, we'll talk about how you ruined the video, and then we'll talk about that later. Uh, but, I didn't ruin the video. You ruined the podcast. Right, we're muting Howie again oh. so we can talk about the show. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined I ruined the podcast. Okay. Uh, what else do you guys want to talk about? Some more Kanye West stuff? You want to circle back? Well, I did we even <laughs> talk about any Kanye West stuff? I just, it just occurred to me how, how I have the power Easy. to mute anyone, and it's really awesome. That is nice. well, yeah, let's, let's talk at least a little about Kanye West. Uh, like, I mean, I can't wait till tomorrow if people losing their shit about Kanye going to uh, to Trump's office. It was a good seven minutes of, of Kanye and he made some good points. I Did you guys watch the, the video of Kanye? Did you see any of it? I saw none of it. No. No, I've had no time for that. Excellent. This will be a great conversation. <laughs> uh, no, he made he just made some good overall points. You know, like just about uh, the identity, you know, like people like how he is. Coming out, he you know, like he believes that America 
has to be made great again. You know, he's like, look, America has been great, but it has to be made great again. It's fallen in hard times. And thus he loves Donald Trump. He loves what he's doing. He's talking about you know, like just basically being Kanye. Um, God, I wish I could remember more specifics about his insane ego, maniacal uh, shit in the middle of it. But he's saying like legit, he's like, I love you, Trump. And Trump said he loves Kanye. And I believe that Trump will, in fact, ditch Mike Pence and make Kanye his Shut running mate in, 20, up. in 2024. That's, or 2020. That's obviously not happening. But uh, like He's so great, though. But, dude, it makes you really love Kanye. Uh, you know, the man has withstood. Now, granted, he's got so much money. But he's withstood all this people t- calling him a, you know, a race trader and saying that he's bought out. But his, his point of view stands. It's like, you can't tell me who to be. You can't tell me what to think. And he emphasized that. It's like, you know, he's not a fucking prisoner to this this bullshit of all black people have to be Democrats. Anyone who goes off the reservation, it doesn't matter what it is. I heard um, the prosecutor for the GOP that was kind of like making the case against, uh, you know, Blasey Ford's testimony, gender traitor, um, mm-hmm. Kanye is a race traitor. How about we just agree some people can have different opinions about things and not everyone has to be a traitor to some sort of identity politics. It's It's disgusting to me. Well, it's also, and look, more people voted, more black people, Hispanic people, Asian people voted for Trump. Like, he got more minority votes than any other Republican candidate in, I don't even Mm -hmm. know, probably history. That was a racist thing. There's something there. What's that, Tyler? Agreed. All right. Glad (laughs) I paused for that. All right. Howie, do you have something to say? I have to unmute him. Let's find out. Let's see if it's a good idea. (laughs) He's saying blah, blah, blah in the video stream. Let's give Howie one more shot. Howie, do you have any thoughts about Kanye West meeting with Donald Trump? I think it's great. There he is. There's the calm, collected Howie whose microphone is falling all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. Yeah, you know what? I wish more celebrities would take this tact of, so listen, this is what we know about Donald Trump. If you say good things about him, he loves you. If you say bad things about him, he hates you. (laughs) So celebrities that are like, fuck Donald Trump, blah, blah. You think he's going to do anything you want? No. He's certainly not going to listen to people that do that. And he will listen to Just butter him up. Say nice things about him. He'll listen to you. You might get somebody, uh, what's that called when they get you out of prison? Paroled? The, the woman they got out that Kim got out. Or Kim, yeah, commuting a sentence. Do that kind of shit. Play the game. Butter him up. That's why what we should all be doing. Praise him when he does things good. Don't praise him when he bombs fucking Syria. Don't praise him when he helps the Saudis in Yemen. What you got to do is when he does this good shit, like, hey, everybody likes Kanye. Yeah, awesome. Let's go. Let's do it. He's like a child. You know what I mean? I, I love that. Not that I don't think Kanye views him that way, but Kanye and Kim, they have a relationship with him. They got that woman out of jail. They're talking to him about criminal justice reform. Trump's yeah. open-minded. He changes his mind every day. If people who are saying good things about him talk to him and want to do different things, he'll listen to it. He might do it. There's a broader point to be there too. And then like Trump's obviously an extreme case. He's an egomaniac, right? So is Kanye. But in general, what these fucking leftists and progressives don't realize when they attack, attack, attack and tell people they're racist and bigots and like are such assholes to him is that everybody has a portion of themselves that are like, they want to be complimented. They want to be buttered up. And it's like, you know, you, you catch more fucking flies with honey. You know, that's that old saying for a reason. And these Antifa assholes and all these other assholes don't realize like, you could be making so much more progress for your causes if you actually try to win people over by being nice and saying, okay, let's talk this through rather than screaming in their fucking faces, which is why I guarantee you Republicans are going to gain seats in the midterms. I'm that, that's what I think too. I, I hope, I hope at least and it's going to be so fucking hilarious. And it will be. Oh, but be- I, I'm also kind of scared because they kind of lost their minds when Trump won the presidency 
and now Brett Kavanaugh is on the Supreme Court, if this happens and there's a red wave, we all got to better watch out. There's going to be some violence from leftists because they're unhinged. Gonna be. They're yeah. crazy. And they're going to fucking What do you mean gonna be? Gold. One set, one rep- Republican congressman got shot. Rand Paul almost got murdered. Yeah. And uh, there's Antifa like, running people off the streets in Portland. So I don't think there's a gonna be. There's already happening. It's going to be worse. But leftists are crazy and awful, and I hate them all. It's Fuck you all. Here's the other question, though, is are this like it's like anything, man. The MSM pushes their super leftist bullshit. You got Antifa and the cops leaving them alone in Portland. But I wonder if it's really if we're seeing a tide trending where more people are actually pulling away from the insane left. Like they're seeing how crazy, especially the Kavanaugh shit. You're going to see more rational people who believe in due process pull away from the left and be like, wow, you're losing. Like every day, I swear to God, they lose more people that are Democrats that are like, I'm no longer a Democrat. I'm a fucking independent now. Like this shit's gone too far. I hope that's right, Brian. We'll see you on November 7th. It's going to be a big tell. I still feel like at the end of the day, most people default to their political norms, whatever that is. But uh, if people, if there are any independents that really see themselves as just rational and looking at both sides, I can't see how any of them could go with Democrats. I hope they don't go with Republicans either. I hope they go to third parties and libertarians and whatever, everyone else. I don't don't think rushing into the arms of Republicans is healthy for anybody, but... I, the Democrats should be I should agree. lose with the way that they approach things because it's not yep. if that's the the thing that yeah. achieves success in our society we are in trouble. It makes me hate them more and more every day. Oh yeah, I I agree, Howie. And you know what? I have a lot of progressives that are are putting lawns lawn uh, signs out for you so, like for you or just in general. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I only hope that a lot of your progressive friends are seeing your lawn sign because that's the only way that they would vote for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because they're not going to click an R normally. Um, Tyler, should I should I like contact the two people I know in Vermont? Will that help or will it not? Do it up. Do it up. It might. might. So, uh. <laughs> Tyler, what do you need to actually win this race in terms of votes? Is it a winnable race? Because there are two spots open, so it's not like you have to be the number one vote getter, right? Yeah, no, not at all. I need four to seven thousand votes to win. Um, I know I only won the primary with fifty-five, but that but those are write-in votes, which vote, is a totally different. You know that, yeah, exactly. Someone has that to walk into that booth vote? deciding to write you in beforehand, which is you know obviously a much exactly. much bigger thing. Tyler, do you have a website? I do. It's tylercolford.com. You can donate to it. I also have a. Hey, you got all your positions on there. What was that? You got your positions on there. All on there. Yeah. All no. right. Nice. I am going to send that to the two people in Vermont that I know. Hopefully, they'll spread it further. Awesome. I hope so. I've I've gotten a bunch of views. Actually, I I had a uh, interview with uh, the Deerfield Valley paper, and I mentioned Ludwig von Mises, and one guy who's like a best-selling author on Amazon. He was like, "Oh, I thought I was the only person who liked Ludwig von Mises." So that that's pretty. Uh, I like that. Nice. Yeah. Well, at least you're getting the the Mises names and stuff like that out there. Because I saw the TV interview you did, and he, you dropped a lot of you know 
just uh, the Ron Paul, the Hayek's, the Mises, getting those names out there can just, you know, send people on a journey of their own. So I think the more people exactly, we have out there yeah. talking about this stuff, that's the real victory of a campaign. It's obviously it's better if you win and can enact some libertarian policies. But even if you turn two people onto the ideas and they become enthusiastic, I mean, that's basically why we're all doing this. Why we sit through Howie's drunkenness on a podcast. Why we sit through technical <laughs> difficulties. It's why we do all of this. <laughs> You son of a bitch. You're, you're so well, easy. You're so easy it's just too easy. I have to. <laughs> no, you. Oh, wait till the bonus. I'm going to unload on both of you. Right. Well, I won't even be here during well, the bonus. I'm ready. Go. I'm ready for the bonus now. I think we've had a good show. Uh, Tyler, it's been awesome having you on. Talk about your campaign, as I did promise you would if you made the ballot. So, um, <laughs> And folks, I think that's about all we're going to have because we're going to head on over to the Lions of Liberty Pride. We're going to head on over to Patreon for a little bonus time where things are going to get a little hectic brian will stay with us for three of those minutes and uh until next time tyler do you want to plug your shit one more time tylercolford.com is that right he's out all right Peace. tyler's out all right until <laughs> next time kids why don't you live long and live free, free. i missed it why don't you wow well, shout